First things first, Nathaniel, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm, I'm not too bad. Well, it could, could be better. <laughs> um, <laughs> so where I want to start with is to get your mind ready after doing a solo album, which was very much centered on yourself and uh, was about a, a, a friend passing away and a difficult time in your life uh, considering a divorce. How did you get yourself uh, ready for a new Night Sweats album? Um, well, at first I wasn't really ready to, to write. Um, I came home pretty discouraged in early March. Uh, and I think we all thought it would only be a couple of weeks that we would be gone. And then once I realized that it wasn't going to be a couple of weeks and that the record I had just put out was going to kind of get swept under the rug. Um, you know, like I said, I was discouraged and started contemplating like kind of, you know, what am I doing? Am, am I relevant or, you know, all sorts of things. It's easy to get in your head when you have nothing but time. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't really do anything until about June. Um, and then Eli Thompson came to visit me and he was a very good friend of Richard Swift's as well. And we usually get together around the day that Richard passed and um, just hang out and kind of tell stories about Richard. And we ended up playing some music myself and him and James Brown and Pat Meese. And some of those things that we came up with ended up becoming songs on the records. Um, uh, so like love don't treat you like that. So put out um, another one of my favorite songs came out of that session. That's not on the record. And so that kind of started to give me an idea of, you know, I already had Survivor that I had worked on and almost released in early March because it seemed appropriate. But that, that version in early March, I had recorded with Sam Cohen. Um, so with those songs, um, I kind of felt like uh, I started to have like kind of a vision for what I wanted the record to be or what this new sound was going to be like. So. Were you looking for something in particular or do you kind of find what the new sound will be, what the new direction will be? I wanted to approach it differently than I had with the other records. I, um, most of the time um, for the night, so I'll, I'll bring songs that are, you know, have more of the arrangements done. Um, you know, there'll be a couple of songs that will, come up with in the studio, but, you know, I usually try to get a lot of the writing done first. Um, but I thought it would be interesting and challenging and a good, uh, a good way to try to grow as, as a band. If we try to do everything in the studio and write, uh, and, and it kind of worked. Uh, and then at times it would get, you know, it's, it's hard for me if, if I have an idea in my head, that I want to see through before we kind of jump to other ideas, <clears throat> which can be a little stifling for other people's creativity if they're not allowed to like kind of venture out into these other things sonically and I'm trying to control all of it, you know? So, so eventually I would kind of just disappear and finish writing the song and come back and be like, this is it, you know? Um, and then we kind of shaped everything around it. So, that's an interesting point. Is it difficult to be a band leader? Yeah, it's not really something I thought I would I would be or, you know, I think it's the interesting thing about as you grow in your career, 
um, you know, I started off just wanting to be a songwriter. Um, and my goals were um, that it would be, that it would do well enough that it would sustain everybody and involved. And of course it's grown beyond that. Uh, and then all of a sudden you realize that now you're running a, you know, you're running a business <laughs> and, and, you know, your bandmates are also employees. Um, and so is your crew. And, you know, and so <clears throat> it wasn't really something that I set out to ever do. It just kind of comes with the territory. And I feel like if I was to allow somebody else to, to run all of it, then it wouldn't really be my vision. So it's, it's kind of unfortunate that, you know, I end up having to do a lot of it. So yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are those songwriting moments then like when you go off by yourself and they kind of really hone into, to what you want to say? Um, you know, sometimes it, I, I come back with nothing. Um, but I feel like I got pretty lucky most of the times when I would like kind of remove myself and go upstairs, I would, I would come back with a, a full song or, you know, like for instance, um, with love don't treat you like that. Since that original jam session had the structure already laid out and I was sort of stream of conscious writing, I kind of went back through the demo because we, we tracked the whole song live with me doing sort of like a scratch vocal. And then when it was time for me to write it, I kind of, it took, I, I kind of waited for a while because I was like, well, I know, I know we have the structure down and I just need to like have a great vocal performance and figure out the words. And so I went back through that sort of scratch and the demo. And then you kind of start picking out lines out of, out of, out of kind of sort of that stream of conscious stuff that you wrote and then kind of spruce it up. But it was, it was a bit of a challenge. So, you know, sometimes you come back down and I like throw the notebook on the table and everybody like, you did it, you know? So it can, but it can, it can definitely be, um, you know, you're kind of, when you, when I would go upstairs, you're kind of lost in your head the whole time. So it can, you know, it's, you can really get lost up there. So. <laughs> Is it also a tricky moment that once you, you did decide on some lines or some lyrics or, or a direction that you then have to show it to, to the rest of the band. You go, okay, I've decided on this. Is, is that always a, a strange moment? Uh, no, the guys are never really critical of me on that sort of thing. Um, so I'm pretty blessed to like get to do what I feel like doing and, you know, whatever the direction is. We are clean. Um, I don't really get much pushback. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's good. Uh, the, the sense I got from listening to the record is, is there is some talk about the world and, and uh, the difficulties the world is facing and, and from personal things to, to, to kind of more wider ranging things. But there's always a lot of hope. And now in other interviews, you also mentioned uh, you try to write for, from a place of hope. So, so in that sense, um, what, what was kind of the, the crux or, or the, 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 yeah, the core or, of, of, of what you wanted to say with this album? Well, I think, you know, since I was writing during the pandemic and, and things are kind of bleak um, or, you know, there was other things like there was, there was plenty of things to write about politically, but I didn't really want to draw any more attention to the Trump administration or um, any of that that was going on. Um, it already seemed so divisive anyway. So it was like, <laughs> I, you know, I'd, I'd rather focus on trying to get people to think 
more um, instead of arguing, you know, it was like kind of more contemplative than, than trying to like give an answer. So I feel like a lot of the record comes from a place of just questions and uncertainty, um, whether that be in my own life or even some of it's slightly political or um, even religious um, or the idea that possibly religion um, also contributing to this divisiveness, you know, instead of, instead of it being something that is done out of love or, you know, the principles of religion getting lost in, and the dogma, I guess. So, yeah. Is, is that where a song like I'm on your side comes from? Yeah. I mean, I'm on your side kind of, you know, it kind of pushes a little bit um, at certain communities or certain, certain ways of thinking are, you know, the way people are thinking these days. Um, but then also kind of says this, you know, like, um, you know, that if you're not all right, then I'm on your side. Like we're all struggling. The human experience is a bit of a struggle. And so I think we, we can all agree at some point that we're all experiencing very similar things. So, um, so we should have each other's backs in that, I guess, you know, like, even if we disagree, so. As you say, life can be difficult. And what is the thing that, that gives you hope? What is it, is it music? Is it kind of the connection that you make with people through your music? Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, music is one of those things that allows people to, you know, it's a great equalizer. And so it allows people to come together um, and, and, you know, hopefully leave changed, you know, it brings different people from different walks of life together and they get to share the same space or now we do, hopefully we get to share the same space more than we were. So, yeah. <laughs> Finally then, because uh, you have a song called the future and uh, how do you look at the future now? Because it is still to some degree uh, uncertain, but as you say, there, there's, there are silver linings now. There is some some hope and things right. are looking up. Um, well, it's, you know, I feel like we're kind of, we, we've kind of, I can't tell if we've reached a point of no return or if things are going to get better. So, I, I, you know, there is goodness in in people. And I hope that that is the thing that, that surfaces out of all of all of this and the things we're going through. It's, it's hard when we see um, in the West where I live, uh, we had the hottest years on record this summer. Um, and so you see that and you see flooding and massive storms and who knows what our winter will bring, you know, it could be massive winter storms as well. So, um, you know, all of that is continued to be pushed by greed and global capitalism. So, um, you know, it's hard. I, I hope, I hope there's a, I hope people can change, um, you know, but I think that requires a lot from multiple administrations um, to change that, you know. So. We'll see what happens. Uh, but as, as you say, let's hope for the best. I, I do think uh, things are looking up, at least to some degree. People, especially younger generations, they seem to get it a little bit faster. So, Yeah. Daniel, oh, go ahead. I was like, I, I hope the same. I hope uh, the younger generation can can save us <laughs> fair enough all right nathaniel thank you so much for taking the time my pleasure thank you